Hello brothers and sisters and welcome again to our Tuesday night reflection. Today I'm going to share a very short reflection from Luke chapter 22 verses 54 to 62. So let me just read the passage for you now. So it says, Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down amongst them. Then a servant girl, seeing him at seeing him at the night, said to him, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You are the one who was with them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, Certainly this man also was with him, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he would said, how he said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went away and wept bitterly. This is the reading of God's word. So brothers and sisters, I don't know if you do the same thing, but with me, sometimes I, I read the Bible and I look at particular characters in the Bible. Characters who have done some real silly things or, or things are not very right. And I often compare myself to them and, and think if I was in their position, if I was so-and-so, I would never have done this. So, for example, with, with, with Adam. I always say to myself, oh my goodness, Adam, if I was Adam, I would, not, I would not have allowed this thing to happen for sin to come into the world through eating this forbidden fruit. And now look, we're all paying these consequences. Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam. I always compare myself to him thinking I could have done a better job. And to be frank, I think I would have done worse. Or with Samson. Three times you were deceived, Samson. Three times you were tricked and you still fell for it. This strong macho man who was used you so greatly by God how do you how do you how, how do you let that happen how do you let that happen and I was thinking to myself I would by the first time that Delilah would have tricked me I would have been spot on I would have clocked it straight away and I tend to do the same with Peter and the story that we looked at today the story that I read to you earlier with Peter denying Jesus not once not twice but three times one of the key disciples I was often saying to myself, I would never have done that to Jesus. Especially being around Jesus, I would have seen the miracles of Jesus. I would never have denied Jesus. I would have gone all the way and I've never ever denied my saviour, my master, Jesus. And you remember, that's the same thing that Peter said. When Jesus said that he was going to deny him three times, Peter said, never, I will never deny you. I mean, the reason why Peter was so confident saying I'll never deny you to Jesus because he was in no position to do it. He's never been placed in a position where it's been difficult, where he may have had to deny Jesus. He was around the disciples, he was around Jesus. There was no reason to deny Jesus. And I think it's easy for us to think, well, I do this, but I don't know if you do this. It's easy for us to think that we could have done a better job than some of these people in the Bible when we've never been in their position before. Just like when I was growing up, I remember my sister, when she was in secondary school, I was in primary school. And um, I remember she always used to get kicked out of school, um, always getting um, phone calls home that like she's been bad at school and so on. And I'll, she'll come home, she gets in trouble. And I always think to myself, oh, I'll never do it. When I get to secondary school, I'm going to learn. 
going to be a good student. I'm never going to do what she did. Until I actually went to secondary school and I did a lot worse than she did. And I was never in her position, uh, so I couldn't speak. So I want us to look at this story. This story in Luke where Peter denies Jesus three times. I want to look at this story because I think there's some key things that we need to pick up from this story that we could possibly apply to our lives today. So let's remember some key things and a few things I want to draw your attention to. Before Peter denied Jesus, he claimed that he was a follower of Jesus. He was a follower of Jesus. He was part of the twelve. And he was around Jesus and he was around some of the other followers of Jesus. So again, there was no need to deny Jesus. He was in a safe, comfortable environment where he could express his views about Jesus and so on. And, and wasn't denying Jesus. He was in a very safe environment. But when Peter denied Jesus, he wasn't with Jesus at that moment. And he wasn't with the other followers of Jesus. He was around people who hated Jesus, people who were not Christ followers. And in, within that environment is where Peter found himself denying Jesus three times. Interesting. Peter lived with Jesus. They had such a, a great union with Jesus. They followed Jesus everywhere he went. But in this occasion, when he was denying Jesus, he was at a distance. He was far away from Jesus. And in those environments, he found himself denying Jesus. And lastly, when Peter denied Jesus those two occasions, it was three times, but those two first two occasions, he denied Jesus. He didn't even realize it. He didn't realize that he denied Jesus. There was no repentance. It was only afterwards when he saw the sign is when he realized that he had now betrayed Jesus as Jesus would prophesy, prophesied earlier. But he never realized that he was denying Jesus. Now, I wonder if actually some of us may have found ourselves in these positions before. Maybe something very similar to what Peter was going through. And maybe we don't, you know, we don't even realize that sometimes by the way that we live our lives, we're actually denying Jesus. But I don't know if you've ever been in those positions before or similar positions. Where you find it easy to say you're a Christ follower or a Christian amongst other Christians. It's easy to come to church and say, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, everyone else is a Christian. But have you ever found yourselves around people who don't believe in Jesus? In fact, people who even hate Christianity and hate the whole concept of Jesus. Have you been around those people? And maybe you've been around those people and you find yourself hiding your faith. Hiding your true intentions of, of how you see Jesus because you don't want to offend other people. Have you found yourselves following Jesus at a distance? At church, it's okay, yeah, we can follow Jesus, we claim to be Christ follower, but, but outside of church, around non-believers, do you find yourself following Jesus from a distance? Or maybe... You've been in a position where you're around non-Christians and you begin to lower your standards of faith. Yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm not a serious Christian. I'm not like those other people that go to church every day. I have been in those positions many times and I normally come away feeling really guilty because I wasn't being truthful. I claimed I was a follower of Jesus amongst my other Christian friends. 
amongst other Christian brothers and sisters. But when I'm around non-believers, people who don't like Christianity, I used to tend to, to hide my faith from them. Are there times I wonder if we deny Jesus by the way we live our lives. We claim to follow Jesus, we claim to believe in his teachings and try to follow his teachings as Christians. But what happens when we're around other people who are not Christians? Do we begin to hide those teachings and begin to live a life that pleases everyone and live a life that everyone else is living? A life that is centered around self rather than centered around Jesus. As Christians, are there times where we feel like we are ashamed of being called a Christian or ashamed of claiming that we're Christ followers or even ashamed of, of Jesus and who he represents and what he's done on a cross for us, for us because we live in a world that people say that the Bible is just full of fairy tales. It's all a joke. It's all a myth. As Christians, Jesus should be our everything. Jesus is the reason why we live, is the reason why we come together as Christians and we worship him. It's all about Jesus. So there's no way that we can afford to be ashamed of Jesus, especially in a world that needs to know who he is. I'm always reminded, yes, Peter denied Jesus three times, but later on he understood who Jesus really was and he couldn't stop speaking about Jesus. Even amongst people who hated Jesus, even amongst people who threatened to kill him, threatened to put him in prison, he still continued to share the gospel. He was no longer ashamed of the gospel. And this is something that we see with the other disciples, especially with Paul. And I love what Paul says in Romans chapter 1 verses 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Gentiles and then to the Jews, sorry, first to the Jews and then to the Gentiles. He was not ashamed of the gospel. Now, this is my reflection for us to think about this week. As we claim to be Christ followers, as we claim to be people who are Christians, let's not be ashamed of Jesus. Especially in this world where everyone feels like it's just a joke, where everyone feels like it's just fairy tales. No, this is the best time to be strong and confident in who you believe. You see, I believe that the reason why Christianity isn't spread so well in, in our context is because maybe at times as Christians we are denying Jesus. By the way that we live our lives and by the way we communicate to people. If Jesus is, is the center of our lives, his who he is will flow from our lives and flow from our mouths as well. So let's be people, as we go about this week, let's be people who are conscious about our environments. Yes, you may be around many non-Christians. Show them that you're different. Show them that you follow Jesus by the way you live your life. And show them that you are a believer by the way you speak and the way you share who Jesus is. Amen.